You're listening to an A&R Special Edition podcast. On today's episode, we'll talk about the Hasbro PulseCon 2021. So let's get started. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to this special edition Hasbro PulseCon 2021 podcast. Um, I wanted to do this podcast to kind of kind of wrap up, put a bow on the event that we had in 2021 here for Hasbro PulseCon. We did a couple of episodes, um, kind of prediction episodes for Star Wars, G.I. Joe, and Marvel Legends, which we threw up before the actual events on Friday and Saturday. That was a whole lot of fun to do. Um, it's fun to always kind of predict and see, you know, maybe they'll one day actually listen to your predictions and and actually have those figures out. So it was cool to do that. And then, you know, for our first time, we did a live a breakdown uh, during the actual event. We were on live for four hours on Friday and four hours on Saturday. It was a whole lot of fun. My friend D and my friend Chris joined me. Chris showed up on Saturday and D was there for both events, Friday and Saturday. It was a whole lot of fun. We, you know, we got to look at some things that, you know, they showed up and react to them instantly, right, live there. And it was, it was good to get that reaction from D and Chris. Uh, you know, we had a whole bunch of laughs there. It was good times. We had some people show up on our chat and had conversations with them. We actually gave away some prizes. So it was really cool to give away a couple of prizes to some of these people that showed up and have a conversation with us. And it was good times. We enjoyed it. And I think we're going to be doing more lives uh, down the road. It's, it's something that, you know, we've been planning on doing and building towards. So it's a lot more content coming your way. And we hope that you come on to our chats and uh, you know engage with us. And you never know, you know, we might uh, have a random price here and there. So it's always fun to, you know, kind of give some prizes uh, for you know people who have been, you know, bringing up some insightful uh chats and we, we did have some you know people come on there and give their opinions which we enjoy always hearing other people's opinions and also some predictions before the announcements of some of these figures people were giving and it was really cool to kind of discuss those things and we had a we had a lot a lot of fun doing that so yeah definitely looking forward to doing more lives and so today i wanted to kind of walk through and kind of summarize what you know i took away from the actual event um, I'll kind of do a brief rundown of some of the things that they kind of, you know, discussed and give my opinion on it and uh, kind of wrap this uh, event up. So the day started off in day one with Power Rangers. And, you know, I'm not a huge Power Rangers fan in terms of all the other lines besides Mighty Morphin. I Mighty Morphin holds a special place in my heart because as a kid, I did watch that growing up. So it has obviously more nostalgic um, value to me than all the other line, um, lines or teams that came after that. Uh, but I do collect other teams just because they're so colorful and fun. It's always nice to put a team together. It's always cool to do that. Uh, so they, they did start off with Dino Fury Red Ranger and they actually, which was really cool, was they actually gave the figure to the actor who plays that character and he got to see his likeness for the first time in an action figure and he was really, you know, excited and blown away of how cool it was and i mean you know you've made it when you have an action figure of yourself you know made that's when you know that things are real here and that you're trending in the right direction as an actor or any type of celebrity athlete or whatever you want to call it but it's always nice to have an action figure made in your likeness 
And then they had the Dino Charge Pink Ranger. I, I don't even know the difference between the two dinos. I just know that they're teams, separate teams. But, you know, cool. Hey, Pink Ranger, you can add into your collection. I think I have a few of those guys in my in my collection, so I can probably finish that off. And then Zeocog. Uh, it's nice to get the single ones here, or you can actually kind of army build them if you want to. And then um, the Lunar Wolf Ranger. That looks really cool. I, I don't even know anything about it, but... That looks really cool, and I might pick that up because it just looks so badass. And then they have the Walmart packaging for the Dino Fury Red Ranger, which I get. You know, this is not a figure that you need to finish off the team. It's just a variant packaging, and that's how exclusives should be. Exclusives should be something you don't really need to finish off your team or have a nice collection of a team. It's just... For people who are hardcore fans and really, really want that packaging. But even for some hardcore Power Rangers fans, I think they could kind of pass on this and say, it's just really much, pretty much the packaging that's different. I have essentially the same figure in, in the regular line. So I think even for people who are, you know, fans of the Power Rangers lore, some of them probably just going to do a hard pass on that. And that's, you know, that's how it should be. Shouldn't be a necessity to have that figure in your collection to make it a complete line and then you know um power rangers to me like it ended and started real it started and ended real fast like for me i was just like yeah okay cool we're done with it here right um but they did bring in some mighty morphin stuff so this is where i kind of sat up and said oh, all right okay so we got rid of you know not rid of but we kind of finish off this other stuff that a lot of people are not into maybe a few but not a lot but then we got into the Mighty Morphin stuff and we're like, okay, so this is, they made some changes and, you know, made some announcements about how they're going to do the bad guys that we've seen, you know, come out and they've made them into a deluxe packaging. Now, if done right, I don't mind the deluxe pricing and packaging if done right. And what I mean by that is they need to add more accessories and make it worth that price make it worth the deluxe title that it's going to be given so more weapons more accessories i just want to see better paint apps as well because some of the bad guys we got the paint paint apps were you know not that great shall we say and um so they had uh parantis head and they had the in space blue ranger now the in space blue ranger has been released before and they made it into a deluxe to give it gave it like a space you know uh, ski board or, or snowboard just like silver surfer would have they gave it that and i think that was kind of a gimmick to add this character back in there and make some money out of it and you know if someone who's a fan of that's probably going to say well no no it's integral to that character they need that but i just think that they should have you know kind of <laughs> given a little bit more or maybe put in a two-pack or something so you know, you would get something more out of it for that price. The deluxe price there is just a surfboard. Not much of a big difference there. And, um, yeah, so the deluxe line for bad guys, I'm okay with that. You know, it's done right. It's fine with me. I'll pay the extra dollar that you want, Hasbro, so long as you make it worth my while and do a better job of producing better painted figures and accessories into that deluxe packaging. And then they... They did mention that there's a Ghostbusters panel, and but they said that there's going to be no figures. So why even have that? Why even have Ghostbusters in the event if you're not going to show any figures? You know, they're like, 
Well, we're going to show you this um, silhouette of the Proton Pack that you can buy or you can kind of pledge towards the Hasbro lab. And I was like, really? We're doing this, you know, again and again. How many Hasbro labs are we going to be doing here? Uh, Has labs are we going to be doing here? Because we already got the Marvel Legends, you know, um, the Marvel Legends one. We've already got the announcement for the Star Wars one kind of leaked. And then um, there's a, one for G.I. Joe that that's, was surfacing around that time. Now you want a Ghostbusters one. Like, how many can we really do? It's um, it's quite a bit of, you know, Haslabs going around. And for people out there who collect multiple lines, such as myself, it becomes really expensive all of a sudden. You know, where, you know, where you're looking at 300 something dollars an average for Haslab once per year or once every six months. Now it's become like three per six months. And it's something that Hasbro needs to slow down on and realize that if they want the backing that they're asking for, you know, some of these backings are like 10,000 plus. I don't think you're going to get that much of these backing. You know, like what I mean is like you could be in a position where you might not get the backing and that's embarrassing. They might feel that, no, that's not true. There's enough people out there that's going to buy it. And maybe that's the case. We'll see what some of these Haslaps are announced all at once. But you're playing with fire here. And I think you need to really space it out because Hasbro is not the only one making figures for a lot of these collectors. Myself, I collect various lines. And I would go in on every single Haslab that Hasbro has because I'm a huge fan of a lot of the lines that they do. But... I can't go and justify myself going into three or four Haslabs all at once and then still be able to go and buy from other companies that I want to buy because there's other great companies out there such as Mafex, um, you know, SH Figure Arts, NECA, Mezco, just to name a few of great companies out there that I buy from. And I don't want to, you know, miss out on those you know, characters or figures from those lines because they make some great figures that I personally like. And so it becomes kind of, you know, up upsetting because you know, like you want to go and dip your hand in all these places and you want to support these Hazlabs because they're so unique and one of a kind kind of thing. But it's just like, what do you do? Like, you don't have an endless supply of money. You know, even somebody with a, a lot of income can still say that this is kind of ridiculous where I'm throwing this much money all at once. And I, I think they really need to slow down and really think this through and say we should stress these out because I think if they stretch it out throughout a year, you're going to have, you know, more people wanting to jump on it. Because I know for a fact that I've, I've already heard from some people saying that I wish I could go into all of these, but I can't because I can't afford it. Or it's just too much in one basket. I need to spread it out for other lines. And they're missing out on these sales. And sooner or later one of these has is not going to make it through it's going to fall through the way uh, you know through the, through the cracks and that's unfortunate because they should be made there's great has ideas and they should all be made so i'm a little worried about that but this ghostbusters has uh, has that project the proton pack it looks so good like from whatever we saw they turned the light on we were like oh we know what it looks like and you know this is going to be crazy if they do it right but I don't think I'm going to be backing this up. I mean, I say this now, you know, maybe in a month or two when they show it, I'll probably jump on it. But 
I don't know. I just don't see the need for me to back this up right now because unless you're a cosplay person, then this is perfect for you because you want it as authentic as possible. I'm a fan of Ghostbusters, but I'm not a massive fan where I need to go buy this thing to kind of say, yeah, I have this. But we'll see. I mean, if it's ridiculously priced, you can just totally forget it. I am not paying over $300 for this thing. No way. If This this is probably going to be $350 or $400. I, I could see that. They're going to try to max as much as they can with this. And what is it going to be the, you know, um, tier project? If they say, oh, you know, we're going to have a trap that you can kind of attach to the back and then take it off. Well, that might tip the scales for me. Uh, I might be interested in that, but they need to show me my tier, the tiers. Just like, you know, they showed with the G.I. Joe tiers. If they show the tiers up front, they might have my money, but I, I find it hard for me to go spend over $300 on a Proton Pack. So, yeah, I mean, the Ghostbusters panel was not even needed. I don't think they should have even had one there if they're not going to show any figures. It's kind of embarrassing to go and have that even in there. They could just show the Hasdap anytime at any point on one of the regular weeks that they have. Next up, we had the Transformer line. Now, I was excited for this line because they made some great strides in the last year or two, bringing us some of the the figures from the War of Cybertron that look really good. Um, I'm really enjoying the 86 Studio line that they're doing for the movie. Uh, some of those figures that they're making are just on point for nostalgia. It really, really hits you in the heart. I remember as a kid watching that movie, and I'm so excited every time I see a figure from that line because it's exactly what I would love to see based on that price point. And it rivals Masterpiece lines. And I'm really excited to see more what they're going to bring to finish off some of these guys, especially the Dinobots. If we got two of them, we'll love to get the entire Dinobot team. That will be so cool. So they started off with a couple of figures. You know, they got the uh, Legacy line, I believe it is. Uh, they showed off Skids, which is a very 80s look Skids. I'm not a huge fan of this character. I just don't like the vehicle mode. I do like the robot mode. So I'm probably going to pick him up at some point just because he's got that 80s look and it just looks crazy good for an 80s character. Drag Strip. Now, they did mention that this is going to be one of the many figures from this group that's going to you know, build together uh, the giant robot Minosaur. Aside from a couple of the um, the giant robots, the combiners, the last few have been kind of lackluster. You know, they look really skinny legs or the middle torso is very thin. So I'm hoping that this Minosaur comes with some add-on packs or maybe a third-party company right away will announce some things to kind of bulk it up a little bit because I'm not a huge fan of you know, some of the stuff that they made. The Predaking, the Constructicon, those were awesome because they were thickness. You know, they were great and they looked perfect in, in combiner mode for me. They also mentioned Kickback, which is one of the Insecticons. Now, I'm all in for the Insecticons. They are so annoying and so cool at the same time as bad guys. Uh, yes, give me more of Insecticons. I hope they don't just give us one and wait like a year or two to give us other ones. I, you know, get a healthy dose of this out this coming year. It'd be nice to start seeing more of these guys to fill in that Insecticon group. Uh, Bulkhead, more very a cartoonish type of character. Uh, I'm not a fan of it at all. In fact, I probably won't be getting this guy because he just doesn't fit into any of the lines or a character that I even care for remotely. There are robots that I remotely 
remember, but I still got them because they are part of that certain G1 or G2 line. But for me, Bulkhead, not, not really interested. It's just a character that I could just kind of pass by, which is fine because there's going to be other people that want them. Great, good for them. And then they had the G2 Optimus Prime. That's going to be a pass for me. I've got enough Optimus Primes to keep me happy. Um, so I'm going to definitely pass on that. But this look is a unique look. They look like big speakers on his shoulders. I'm sure somebody out there is a fan of it and they'll probably be happy to get this. So great that, uh, you know, the Transformer team is giving us a variety of different characters from different lines. Then they had the Galvatron um, special edition version, whatever you want to call it, the Tron version where it's purple and got all these lines all around him. I've got the Galvatron that they recently gave, and I know what they're going to do. They're going to keep pumping out Galvatrons till the, you know, we turn, we turn, till we turn purple, pardon me. And, you know, the Galvatron that I've got, I know they're going to give us a better version of that because the paints, the paint scheme on that, I've seen this act before where it's, they call it the damage or, you know, like, unperfect paint scheme and then what they're gonna do is a year from now give us a metallic paint scheme of that galvatron and call it the ultimate galvatron whatever they want to call it they've already pumped out three galvatrons already it's only been a year and they've pumped out three different versions of galvatron that's crazy so they've got their money back and then some for that mold and i guarantee you they're going to do a fourth one for sure the ultimate galvatron because that's how Hasbro does it, right? They need to make back all their money for that unique sculptor. So uh, overall, the Transformers and the um, Power Rangers two, you know, panels were okay. They were not bad. They gave us a little bit of, you know, everything for all different variety of fans. And that's what they're supposed to do. They're supposed to cater to not just one specific group of fans or one specific group of you know, uh, characters, they're supposed to kind of spread it out. And I think they did a decent job of doing that. Uh, Transformers, I would have loved to see at least one character from the 86 line because I just know how popular that line is. And I was a little disappointed not getting that uh, a reveal for something. Just one character would have been great. You know, maybe a Dinobot or something like that. So it's kind of disappointing we didn't get that. But we're hoping that, you know, they announce some of these, you know, 86 lines on a special day. Fan first Friday Transformers special day. That'd be nice. So after that Transformers line, we went into arguably one of their biggest lines, Star Wars. And that kind of anchored the day one events. And it should because it's a big, big line with a lot of characters and a lot of fan base. So... The Star Wars line, it was very, very Mando, you know, pushed. It was very, very Mandalorian TV show pushed, and they wanted to do a lot of figures from that. They are a bit behind because we're almost getting ramped up for season three here in a in a few short months. It's crazy how fast time goes by. But, um, you know, springtime we're going to have, uh, just before winter ends, I think we're going to have the uh, Book of Boba Fett and then, uh, right into that, it's going to go into Mandalorian, I believe, a month later. Um, so they're really pushing the Mandalorian, getting the hype train going. These figures are going to be probably released very soon to the release date of the, those shows to get that hype going. And, you know, they announced the two-pack of Mando and Grogu two-pack that we've gone before with the addition of that spider from that planet that they were running from, the frozen planet, which escapes me. 
and they gave this some you know they gave him a, a thigh padding and they also gave him some ice painted on him and grogu and they put this in the pack and then kind of trying to tell everybody that this is an all new you know figures this and that and i'm just like really and they're like this is you know painted well and all that stuff i'm like come on guys this is the same figures that you've given us and i get that they have to reuse some of the figures to kind of make their money back on it but the price has gone up for these figures and we see one spider in there i would have loved to see maybe a couple of smaller spiders in there because there were spiders from different sizes if they added a couple more pieces in there and made that into a deluxe i got no problems with that because there's very little changes done on mando and grogu to call it all new you know pack, uh, figure set here for everyone to enjoy and i felt that you know they should have given us more than one spider because who doesn't want a horde of spiders right maybe they'll throw us a package of a horde of spiders who knows but would have loved to see a little bit more you know in the packaging and then we had the star wars migs mayfield you know aka bill burr figure that's cool everybody wanted a bill burr figure and i think the photo reel on bill burr looks good the head sculpt is you know pretty close to bill burr's look the actual outfit though has red paint on one of his arms and i looked at some of the pictures i didn't see any red painting on the arm now i don't know what that is for maybe it's for a figure in the future or the, there was some scene in there that i didn't catch but based on all the pictures i've seen he is not red on one of the arms it's all green i would have preferred the season one uh migs figure versus the season two one but yeah i mean what are you gonna do at least we got a bill burr figure right i mean who would have thought we gotta get a bill burr star wars figure and here we are we finally get one that's cool um i'll take that in my collection any through the week and then for the rest of the stuff that here they announced the boba fett from tython that's with the you know the robe that's you know all around him you know they're gonna definitely give us a boba fett that we want want with the armor and the cloth cloth hanging off from bottom but they gotta make their money right so they're gonna pump us and hit us hard with the, some of the older stuff just to build the hype for the ones that we really want but you know nevertheless i still want this figure because it's so cool to see this guy in mandalorian 2 you know when we got the sneak peeks of him looking over the cliff at them the hype was cool and it was building towards the meeting for the first time i'll take that in my collection no problem and then we have which is arguably right now on social media people have a problem with is the deluxe cob event now people are not happy with the fact that this is a deluxe and their excuse was got better paint apps, got more accessories, uh, the head sculpt is you know photo real, yada 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 yada. I don't think so. I don't know what you're trying to force us to you know f you know where you're trying to force feed us here, Star Wars team. That's not a deluxe. The paint app is nice, but it's not worth I believe ten dollars US more from what the previous price was for deluxe. That's crazy ten dollars us dollars here that is too much to see what we've seen in this package you need to do a lot better than that you need to give us another head sculpt if you're going to do it ten dollars more you need to give us more hands you need to give us more accessories you know he was i believe he was in a restaurant or bar throwing some cups you know that he's he can hold in his hand or something i don't care what it is cloth goods whatever you want to do you need to do a lot better 
and try to convince us then that this is worth $10 price hike. That is ridiculous. It's still going to sell well because everyone wants him. And it's kind of unfortunate that they think that a lot of fans are just going to be okay with this $10 price hike. You might have some fans that kind of walk away and say, you know what, I'm going to be more selective here. I'm not going to pick that other figure that you mentioned. I'm going to pick him up, but I'm going to pass on another figure because I just paid so much for this one. And so you're going to see some other figures, like, for example, that two-pack of Mandalorian and Grogu. A lot of people can kind of say, I don't really need this in my collection. I already got that two-pack of the two of them, so I can pass that because I don't want to pay for that and for Cobb that is a $10 price hike. So I'm just going to pick buy one of them. And so you might lose out on sales there. If they did a $5 price hike, you could kind of forgive them. But a $10 one, I've seen so many people upset about that. And even doing the live chat, there's people not happy with the fact that it's going to be a $10 price hike. So um, then after that, they had the Disney Park sets. And this is stuff that shows up at the Disney Park Star Wars uh, gift shop. And eventually later on, it comes into retails, I believe, Target in the U.S. and Toys R Us in here in Canada. And um, the first one was the first order pack from the movie. You had the AT. AT and T, uh, AT, AT driver. Geez, I'm almost at AT and T here. And the um, RS Astromech and the Mouse Droid and General Hux. Now, this is a nice little addition if you're a fan of the new trilogy. It's cool. It's from the movie. You get a better, you know, head sculpt of the general. Uh, you get some droid and mech and driver there. It's cool to army build some of the drivers if you're into building troopers. Um, it's probably going to be, depending on the price, I can't remember what the price they're going to mention, but if this is an uh, exuberant amount of pricing here, if they charge me like, you know, let's say $35, $40 US more, uh, oh, not more, the price there, and it turns out to be, you know, $60 Canadian here, I don't know if I want to pay $60 Canadian for that stuff. I know there's three figures or four figures and a droid, a small little, you know, mouse droid, but it's kind of ridiculous. That I have to pay for this this four pack when I don't really want all four. Um, and I could just be okay with the a couple of these guys here. I don't really need all of them. But that's how to, that's how they get you, right? So I'm gonna take a look at the pricing before I decide on if I want to pull the trigger on this, because they really don't need to be in my collection. It's not necessary for me to have these characters in my collection, especially when I wasn't too happy with the trilogy in the first place. I thought it was alright. I didn't think it was that great. So we'll see when the actual figures come out and see the pricing of it. And then they had another one. They had um, the K7R, the um, the pit droid, uh, battle droid, Babu, and CB23. Uh, now, I'm not a huge fan of all these characters. I do want the pit droid, though. But I was upset that you're only going to get one of those. I really wish, like, do we need a Babu? Like, do we need that? I'm hopefully I'm pronouncing it right. By the way, I'm not the biggest Star Wars fan. I am a fan, and my understanding of Star Wars is getting better and better because I'm reading more of the books and watching more of the shows. Uh, but pit droids I love because they're so fun and quirky, and I would love to have a few of them around, you know, a background of a picture that I want to take or something. It'd be really cool. And uh, for me, you know, Battle Droid, I've got a few of them. We throw in a couple more, no big deal. Uh, K7R, no problem. I, I have room for that. 
But, yeah, I mean, I just kind of wish the Pit Troys were in a three-pack or something. I think they would have been more popular than this set. If you just put the Pit Troys together in a three-pack, I think people would have bought that way more than this set right here. And then the, finally they had... Um, what else did they have? They had the Galactic, uh, Galactus Creature Pack. Now, this is, you know, Porg, uh, Progs... Um, Porg, sorry, Porgs. They had the... Uh, Koalakwan, I am totally butchering these names, Maynock, uh, Bogling, whatever you want to call it, Shalacious Crumb uh, uh, Cousins, <laughs> if you want to call it. Uh, they had all these characters in their creature pack. Hey, if you're deep into Star Wars and you want these guys, have at it. They'll be nice little additions. But I've seen some of these characters show up in other packages, so I don't even know what the what the demand is going to be for this. This is something that's out of my realm. I'm not into getting into all the creatures from the Star Wars. For me, it's like if I hit 90% of the characters from the show and from the movies, I'm good. You know, from from the animation, I'm good with that. I don't really need every little character. So this is more, I think, for fans of Star Wars that go to the actual attraction in Disneyland and want to pick up some memorabilia on the way out. And this is for some hardcore fans who want all the, you know, side characters, all the little animals in their display. I get it. You know, it's nice for them to kind of give us all these little characters and put them in packages. Um, like I said, it, for me to go pick these guys up, any one of these three packages that I mentioned, it's going to be it's going to be heavily. My, my decision is going to be heavily based on the pricing of this. And that's where I'm going to see if I want to want want to pick these guys up, maybe pick one of them up instead of all three. We'll see how that goes. And I'm hoping that they price it pretty decent here. And then to kind of round off their panel, they had to show the big boy, right? The whole hype was for the Rancor, the HasLab project that everyone knows about and we're waiting for it. it. You know, it's been leaked for a while. And they show this thing with so much articulation the, the the size of this thing is massive. I think I believe it's twenty seven inches or something like that. It just it's massive, but they don't have a finished version or a painted version in the room. What are you guys doing? This is Hasbro Pulse gone. This is not some you know Friday fan fair here. This is not some regular Star Wars you know thirty minute fan you know video. This is Pulse gone. This is your big event. This is something that you created two years ago to do for fans, right? You need to have a painted version. I mean, really? This is crazy that they had uh, just a rendering. And then on top of that, they're like, hey, by the way, it's $349 to, you know, to get one of these guys. $349. There's no, they haven't talked about any tiers, I believe. I Maybe I'm wrong, but I didn't, hear about any tears uh that they might do and they're probably throwing you know maybe a luke or something but you you gotta have a painted version in the room if you're gonna ask people to pay 349 dollars they talked about 900 points of paint and all that nonsense they talked about the articulation that's great get me the finished product and show it to me and then tell me that i have to pay 349 dollars i think a lot of people are on the fence 
and not really pledging towards this because they just don't know if it's going to turn out good or not. They want to see it painted. They want to see the finished product before they go and invest $349 of their money. And speaking of $349, I think it's a little too much for this thing. I think this should have been at $299. Unless the tiers are going to be, the unlockable tiers are going to be good stuff. This $349 is a little bit too high for me, I think, for a Rancor because it's not as complex as a Sentinel. I mean, I say that because the Sentinel is just a beautiful piece of work and it's, pro it's a little bit bigger than that, I believe. But we'll see with the um, unlockings and see if it's really worth $349. They better bring us some good stuff with the unlocking. But uh, yeah, I, I do believe that price is a little too high and you know, I, I noticed that in the chat with the PulseCon chat, there was a lot of people angry at that price. They really thought it was going to be around $250, $299. They didn't think it's going to be $50 more for this figure. So a lot of people kind of passed on that because it's just a little too rich. And um, yeah, I mean, I, I did back it up because I'm crazy and I wanted this figure so badly. But I was a bit disappointed to not see a finished product because... Now I'm wondering if I backed it up. I'm like, okay, you know, like, I hope this turns out really good. Um, I hope it paint looks great and really brings that creature to life almost. Uh, so I'm a little worried about that. And I shouldn't be because, you know, I, I can, I know that there's a lot of, you know, support for Hasdap to do well because Hasbro, you know, doesn't want to look bad in front of their fans when it has to do something with the Hasla project, they always want to knock it out of the park with these, especially with the price they're asking people to invest in. So we'll see. Uh, we'll follow that. I'll definitely mention that in our podcast. And once we get this figure in our hands, I'll definitely do it on our YouTube channel. And if you're listening and wondering, you know, what we're all about for the first time, well, we're Astonishing News and Reviews, and we do a podcast, a weekly podcast, we do special event podcasts. If there's something you know pressing to talk about, just like today, I'll do an additional podcast. And uh, we also have a YouTube channel where we discuss um, action figures. We do reviews on them and many, many other things. We'll be doing movies and TV shows on YouTube as well. And we also have a gaming Twitch channel that we use to review games or play some games. So we have a multiple of things going on at the same time. And there's a nice team involved with me that kind of put it all together so, and then you also have our social media platforms. You can go at Astonishing NR, at Astonishing NR. So we have Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Go check us out there. Say hello, follow us. And uh, if you are if you watch our YouTube video, go subscribe, leave a comment. You have a chance to win a prize every month. So day two. Day two, I was very excited for because two of my favorite lines from House 4 are going to be on day two. And no, it's not Fortnite or Magic the Gathering. No offense to anybody that is a fan of those two lines. It was uh, G.I. Joe and Marvel Legends that I've been looking forward to. So Day 2 had these two giant franchises. Uh, we'll start off with G.I. Joe, which was the first um, panel to go in the morning. And G.I. Joe is a very interesting group of uh, people here. The team is under fire from day one because they really didn't anticipate the popularity of this. I did. I remember telling my friends about this. I'm like, this is going to be a massive hit because I know the colorful characters that are involved in this, you know, this franchise. I know that there's more than 200 characters and 
each one of these characters has multiple different uniforms that you can turn around and make special editions of or you know exclusives of and so i knew that this figure going to six inch these figures going to six inch is going to be a massive hit uh, i you know i even said it's going to be more popular than marvel legends not in terms of sales because marvel legends they pump out way more of this to sell but in terms of the people wanting the fan base is you know ravaging for these figures and it was like that the first year was horrendous to get these figures it was nuts i mean i had to drive to toys r us so many of them I had to call my friends throughout canada to get these figures shipped to me it was just a gong show a complete gong show and a complete lack of foresight for the hasbro team and then also target and toys r us not you know ordering enough and i don't understand why they would have thought oh we don't need to order that much gi joe this is a a franchise that's been going on for more than 40 plus years why would they think that nobody would be interested in six inch line figures of this and even with modern updates it's crazy that they thought oh no we don't need to order that much not too many people are going to want this are you crazy like who was the people in the boardroom thinking that and they should be all slapped in the face for their stupidity they should lose their jobs right now because they probably lost a lot of fan base that wanted this six inch because they were huge fans for you know the last 40 years and a lot of people quit a lot of people like no i had enough of this garbage i'm not gonna go and drive to five toys R Us or targets i'm not gonna you know spend scalper prices on ebay to get these figures that i want it's absolutely ridiculous and then you put army builders into exclusive lines like you got to be crazy so a lot of people kind of walked away and i think they lost a lot of fans and yes you'll always get new fans you know but i just think that like where was the foresight on thinking behind all this like why would they think that this was not going to be successful so they had to bring it they had to bring it this weekend or last weekend they knew what they did they knew they had to come out strong and get that confidence back into gi joe fans and i think they did that they did it they knew what they had to do and they brought it right off the bat they showed us the Cobra bat. Now they said that this is going to be something that's going to come down the road. They're not going to pre-order. You can't pre-order right now, but there was a reason why they showed that up first and they made sure that tell people that this is going to be readily available. And I'm assuming when they say that it's going to be on the classified line, not exclusive because that's going to be a pain to get. So the Cobra bat looks good. hits that nostalgic point, but keep keeps that modern feel that they've been doing with the Cobra figures and the GI Joe figures. And given that, that modern touch to it and I, I i really like that and um so right off the bat after that is announced they go into target and you know tr toys r us exclusives here in canada and everyone's head just probably just went down and just like oh my god like really here we go again and so they scrapped the cobra island stuff they're like we're going to be doing the tiger force and python patrol and we're like oh here we go cool figures that we're probably not going to get they did mention that Target has upped their volume. I don't know what that means. You know, do they mean that more than one case is going to come to a store? Maybe four cases come to a store? We'll see. But I don't know what that means, up their volume. I'm hoping it's four cases per store minimum so that everyone has a healthy chance of getting these things. Um, so the first figure they showed, oh man, did they hit us with the POW. It was the Tiger Force Outback. Man, this guy looks so good. 
I don't care if you're a fan or not this. How can you not like this figure? He looks so badass. From the face sculpting, you know, the hair. It's like the old man Logan and Hawkeye and nostalgic hit. You know, that's what that's what I felt is that 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 combination of that and then the G.I. Joe hitting you and then the, you get the tiger emblem on the chest, the bright orange. You know, this, this guy's, a, you know, fighting in the jungle with the bright orange shirt. I don't know how that works, but that's the quirky and craziness of G.I. Joe. It's like all over the map, ridiculous characters that are just like, what? Well, why would this character have this or why would this character even do this? But who cares? They look so cool. And he looks badass, and I cannot wait to get this guy in my hands. I'm so excited to get this figure and with the accessories and all that, so I can't wait. Then they showed the bat figure, you know, not to be confused with the Cobra bat that we saw in the, earlier, that they mentioned earlier, but this one is a repaint, and it's a Python Patrol figure. Yeah, repaint of a figure which hasn't been released already. You know they're going to do that, so... But the cool thing about this is they're like, hey, this is a Python Python Patrol version, and if you really want the uh, you know the regular version, that's going to come out in stores as well. So, this is only for people who really want this, and people really want this. Let's not kid ourselves here. I'm gonna I want all of them. I don't care what version it is, how it's painted. I want every single one of them, and that's just me, a hardcore fan. But there's a lot of people that are probably going to want both versions, and let's cross our fingers that both of these exclusives you know, come out strong and have lots uh, for us to kind of pre-order or get them. And I believe Target, when they did have this up, it was up for a whole day. So if you didn't get it, then that's on you. Now you have to go chase it in stores. And I'm sure you'll find them because let's let's just have that positive, you know, thinking that they were going to actually stick to their words. And even Hasbro on their website allowed you to buy these exclusives. So they are listening to us, which is great. And I hope they, you know, if sales continue to climb for these figures, it only means more and more production will be amped up the following year. So this is, you know, a, a franchise that's very new. It's only been around for a year, two years, I think. And I think they're going to, they're just starting to hit their stride, you know. And I think by year three, if everything's going well and we're kind of out of this pandemic thing and shipping and all that stuff sort of normalize, you're going to see a healthy growth and a, a lot of happy G.I. Joe fans. And I hope that happens because, you know, I want a lot of fans of G.I. Joe to enjoy their figures and get them readily, just like Marvel fans do or Star Wars fans do for the most part. And then after that, they showed us oh, another beautiful figure, Spirit. Uh, they gave him a sniper this time. Uh, he's, not, he's not a tracker. He's of a, a character that he's... You know, confident, awesome, uh, aboriginal character, spirit, and he looks phenomenal. I absolutely love Freedom, the, the bird that comes with them. You can have the wings flapping or, or perched on his backpack. So cool. Must, must, must for me. I really, really want this guy in my hands. I, I think he's just going to look fantastic. Uh, so I'm really excited to get spirit. Very beautifully painted as well. And then, you know, they hit you with a couple of uppercuts. Then they come out with the, you know, the right hook. You know, Storm Shadow classic look. Finally, a Storm Shadow that we want. Not that Arctic nonsense they gave us. A classic Storm Shadow that can go next to our Snake Eyes. We got a million Snake Eyes, but we didn't even get a proper Storm Shadow. And finally, they give us 
And what a beautiful figure this is. It's not that bony white color that we got from the movie line. Um, it's not that weird outfit that we got from the Arctic line. We got the classic looking Storm Shadow that looks beautiful. And I cannot wait to get this figure and put them next to my Snake Eyes. Or even have take some pictures of them fighting. It's going to look so cool. I can't wait. It's going to be badass for sure. The biggest surprise for me, and I do mean the biggest surprise, is the Croc Master. I did not see this figure coming at all. I didn't even have this guy in my radar. You know, he's not. If you were asked me to write down 50 GI Joe figures that I wanted, this guy would not even be anywhere near that 50 list. But having said that, when they showed this guy, I'm like, oh my god, this is so cool. This figure, and. Let's not forget, you know, we got the Croc Master's uh, Fiona, the, the crocodile that he kind of controls. And this thing is 12 inches long. This is a six inch figure with a 12 inch crocodile there. I was just like, holy crap. I, you know, I just, it, it just kind of hits you because you're so used to three and three quarter inch G.I. Joe stuff that you just realize, oh my god, this is a massive crocodile that's going to come with this figure. It's a deluxe figure. It's like a vehicle, basically, packaging, right? So you just look at that, and you're like, holy crap, this is going to look insane in anyone's collection. And I also love the little attention to detail. that baby little crocodiles there, too. So it is going to look so badass. I cannot wait. I just It's just so awesome. And then they had another repaint of uh, the Bat Force, um... I, you know, I don't know, the Python Bat Force, and they had uh, the regular Bat Force. So it, it was cool to get these different versions. We'll see uh, how they end up uh, coming down the line. I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, I, I'm just blown away at how diverse this, you know, panel was. And I really liked that they addressed and understood the frustration that we've all had as G.I. Joe fans. And finally, that they're doing something about it, allowing us to purchase online, all that stuff. So it's really, really nice for them to do that. And then finally, they have their HasLab. Now, this is another HasLab. So we've got three HasLabs here now. You know, we've got the Ghostbusters um, leaked Hasbro, or not leaked, the Ghostbusters rumored Proton, pa uh, the, the Proton Pack. That's coming out eventually. And then we had the Rancor from Star Wars. And now we have this one. All the meanwhile, we still have the Marvel Legends ones that hasn't been shipped out yet. The Galactus. So we got four in the works. And I think it's just a bit too much. So they had the Sky Striker, which is for the three and three quarter inch figures. The O-ring figures are back. You know, the ones that you kind of pulled from the waist. And there was a rubber, rubber ring in there that you can snap the two uh, limbs apart. Those figures are back, and they're giving us the um, the fighter jet from it. It looks crazy good. Like, I'm still tempted. I'm not a three and three quarter inch figure collector by any means, but this looks so good. I mean, they got so much. They already talked about the tears in this. They had a beautiful commercial, very nostalgic commercial, and their presentation was awesome. They really brought it. It was much better than Ghostbusters presentation and the Star Wars presentation for their house lab. In fact, I think it was better than the Galactus presentation as well. They already talked about the two parachute troopers, the decals, the co-pilots, the support vehicles, um, Scarlet, two pit crews, a plethora of things that they're going to include with this figure when you hit all the tiers. 
and get this the price is only 229 that is a great price for the amount of stuff you're getting as a collector for gi joe any nostalgic gi joe fan that collected these three and three quarter inch figures this is a no-brainer they need to absolutely back this thing up it is so cool it's a modern day touch on an old school fighter jets that we used to have i remember having these fighter jets and i think it was so so great to see this and all the stuff that comes with it for that price it's an absolute steal i think it's a great great price point that's the price point that you know you can say okay yeah it's worth it because you look at all the stuff you're getting the figures alone i think there's like six figures you're gonna get in this i mean if they're going for like 15 dollars themselves that's a hundred dollars right there you know like in taxes and everything for figures alone and then you have you know all the excesses support vehicles the decals you know the um other stuff that come the missiles additional stuff that you can have in the the base stand that it can go on it's actually great value i think for 229 and then we get into fortnite now fortnite uh, I, I don't play this game at all i don't know anything about fortnite i, I do realize that i do have a few fortnite figures uh peely i believe it is and um uh, beef boss i believe it is and they look fun they look cool um and when you know hasbro got the slices i'm like oh boy here we go because this could be a scary thing for collectors who are looking at it from afar and going i see what you're doing there you know this looks interesting and um that's me i'm one of those people that's kind of looking at it from you know from the corner of my eye going i'm going to keep an eye on you I'll, I'll let you know if i see something i want and I might jump into it, and it's going to be a slippery ride down this wormhole or rabbit hole. And um, I already picked up one figure already. I believe his name is Scientist. I already picked him up. It just lights up and something. I was like, oh, why not? I'll check this guy out and see how it goes. Um, they showed up Gliders. They showed up uh, Razzy, uh, Funk Up, Bush Ranger, Metal Mouth. This is Wave 2 that's coming. Wave 1, they kind of did a recap of who they are. But they look great. I mean, they look funky. They look unique. They have beautiful, bright paint jobs. I mean, this is, you know, this is something that you can kind of put into your other collections and kind of, you know, have background characters if you want. These are great little pieces. Some of the accessories you could use from other characters. And they're all six-inch line, so they kind of mix well. So this could be something that a lot of other fans from different lines of Hasbro could say, well, I could take a piece from here and there, kind of throw it into this. And hey, fodder for people who are customizing. These are great fodders, right? Anytime you need some you know, crazy parts, you can go in to look at this line and say, oh, maybe I'll grab a piece from there, a hand or a leg or a head or something, and put it into my other collection or put together an entirely new figure that I want to customize. So there's... A lot of opportunity here for people who are not a Fortnite fan to jump in there and get some things, kind of handpick whatever they want. So this could be a, another a way to lose more money out of your wallet. And uh, don't blame me for, you know, pumping this up. I might be doing that as well, where I'm just going to be throwing out money in my wallet and going, what did I just do? I just bought five Fortnite figures. I don't even know anything about this game. And finally, we get into the Marvel Legends. This is the head honcho the baddest of them all obviously it's going to go last it is the rock it is the massive anchor that makes hasbro that sweet sweet money and they started off with a digital rending of 
render of Null. Now, if you don't know, Null is from the Venom symbiote storyline with Carnage, and he's the god of all the symbiotes. I'm not too well versed in it. My friend D is, and um, he was very excited to get this. We will see. They, they said it's going to be around 8 inches, so I'm thinking it's going to be a bath, and then you're going to probably get a symbiote bath here. So we'll see how this is going to transpire. He looks pretty cool. Uh, it looks pretty unique and badass. I, I'm definitely going to be picking this up. It just I'm a fan of you know symbiotes and all the Venom characters, so definitely going to be picking that up. I don't even care what the other characters are in that wave. And then they showed us a, a Zemo from the supervillains wave that's going to be hitting Walgreens, which is really odd that a, a supervillain wave is going to hit Walgreens. Now in Canada, I don't even know where we're going to get it from because now all the EB games have switched over to GameStop. And before we used to get it at a GameStop, the Walgreens exclusives. But now GameStop in America and GameStop in Canada are the same. I wonder if they're going to be able to still give it to us in Canada because we don't have Walgreens in Canada. So I have no idea how we're going to get this. And that's frustrating because we should have an idea where we're going to get this from. And they didn't say that we can't buy it online from their site. Maybe they had it at the Hasbro website. I don't know. I didn't check. But um, yeah, we'll see what the supervillains wave is going to come out. I hope it's available, readily available for a lot of people outside of the U.S., and Walgreens, like, I've been to Walgreens in the U.S. before. There's so many Walgreens that don't even have a toy section, so I don't even know how they're going to do this. They better expand their toy section or, you know, get something going there because some of the Walgreens are pretty bad there. And then we have the retro-carded figures, Scarlet and Vision. Now, this is, you know, for people who didn't buy that family three-pack with Magneto and Quicksilver, you get a Scarlet, you know, from the comic books. You get more of a toned down, not a metallic look, a toned down look, which some people might appreciate. It kind of falls into their comic line. So here's a chance for anybody who missed it or anyone who wanted a better, you know, a comic rendition of Scarlet. I haven't checked and compared the head sculpts. Uh, I will do that. I will obviously get this figure to review and compare the two of them and see if there's any changes there. But body-wise, it looks the same. Uh, head sculpt, we'll see. And the paint is obviously going to be a little bit different. And then Vision is not the Vision that everyone, you know, wanted. So a lot of people missed out on the retro-carded Vision. This is the white uh, colored version of Vision. It's all white. That's like we saw in the Disney Plus TV show. But it is a comic rendition of Vision. So it's something that people can, you know, get in their collection. If they're, you're a retro-card collector like I am, this is, you know, another piece that you can add to your wall or your collection. After that, they showed us Vulcan, which is the third summer's brother it's uh cyclops brother a lesser known brother and um well lesser known in terms of the overall uh, um, marvel comics but you know for people who read all the updated comics they probably know who this guy is and probably going to me what are you talking about lesser known to me lesser known how about that and what's interesting is even though this figure is new and unique it's the actual base that's stirring up interest around the collector community. They have announced that the Bucky Cat body is going to be slowly phased out. Hooray! Rejoice all around the community. And a new base, which is the one this guy is going to be on, is going to take its place. Some of the changes are pinless, and it's going to have the shoulder butterfly joints on there. And it's going to have a different look to the thighs and the leg and the ankles are going to be more proportionate, hopefully. Because um, 
some of the feet and ankles of some of these characters were called wonky. So we will see what this new body does and how well it's you know received by the collector community. Because if you ask a lot of collectors around the community, they just want that Bucky cat body to go away. And uh, yeah, so Marvel Legends team has finally realized that. And Dwight has said that they're going to slowly face it out. Then they went into the MCU. They decided to add a two-pack, Cap and Steve Rogers two-pack. So the new Captain America, which is, you know, Anthony Mackie's character and Steve Rogers two-pack. Now, I get you want to add, you know, these guys in there to make some extra cash. You know, MCU, want to make some of that MCU money and reuse some of these figures. But if you're going to give us another Anthony Mackie figure, give us the wings. Yeah, the extra head scope is nice. But a lot of people didn't buy that MCU wave because they didn't want to go and buy the MCU, all of the characters from that wave. They weren't a fan of every single one of them. So they didn't get to build their new cap with the wings. So here's your chance to give those people that new cap. If you're going to really promote Anthony Mackie as the new Captain America and push that, because believe it or not, Kevin Feige and the team really pushed him to be front and center and really want everyone to receive him well okay great you know people have been receptive and you know are happy to see him but give him the wings in the figure <laughs> give people another reason to like this character that they're able to get easily and build you know build out not have to go to a wave to get the wings so Missed opportunity, in my opinion. I'm not going to be happy with this. I, I'm picking it up just to review it. But, yeah, you're going to see me give probably a negative review just because of the wings are not there. It's not a complete figure. It's not who he is. He's not. He's Captain America with falcon wings. And that needs to be shown front and center. You can't half-ass that. And I think this is a half-ass. This is a quick cash grab. That's all it is. Then they also so showed um, Winter Soldier. It's the same, you know, body that we've seen the Winter Soldier. It's not something that's desirable. The head sculpt is nice. There's two head sculpts in there, but it's just another way to get some money out of people to buy a Winter Soldier, the th MCU theme from that show. And I get it because some people probably want that figure. But for me, listen, it's probably going to be a pass. I don't know if I really care for that. I might just get the head sculpt and sell the figure, the body or something, give it to somebody who wants to do some fodder with it if they want it. I don't know why would anybody want that body. But, um, yeah, so that was the MCU stuff. And then they hit us with um, a little bit of a sweet, sweet nostalgia. It is VHS tapes. Yes, if you're listening and you are born after 1990-something and you're wondering what the heck is a VHS tape, well, it was something that we used to use to watch our content. We didn't have DVDs or Blu-rays or streaming services back then. We had VHS tapes. And we used to rewind them, yes. If you need to know what a rewinding a VHS tape is like, go and watch some of the videos and have a good laugh at us old people. Um, so X-Men VHS tape memorabilia figures. And this is nostalgia, nostalgia, nostalgia. It was nice to see the two couples, uh, not the couple, the two people that worked on the X-Men animation series. So this is all about the animated series. And they, got, they showed up Wolverine and they showed up Jubilee. And in the solicitations, they also mentioned that Storm and Jean Grey will be coming. And you you bet they're going to bring the rest of the team in there. Cyclops, Beast, Professor, um, Rogue, Gambit. 
and maybe maybe this time around finally a morph but it is so nostalgic it's so cool um, it was an absolute buy for me on the Hasbro's website in fact I bought two one of them I'm going to keep sealed uh, one of them I'll open up and just enjoy the the figures and the, you know I remember having these cassette tapes when I was young so it's really nice to see that uh, come around and just it's so nostalgic and I cannot wait I really really um, can't wait to get them in the hands now there is a difference between these figures and the ones that came out a couple of years in the legends line they are shell shaded so they've got that comic book look to it but some of the accessories they come with is unique and different for example wolverine has that famous scene where he's got that portrait of scott summers and gene and he's holding it up and he's looking at gene because he's in love with her so that that whole scene now can be done on a more of a legend scale so it's pretty cool and I can't wait to see some of the pictures that people are going to do about having that uh, picture frame. But um, overall, the Marvel Legends team, you know, they I think they did a, a decent job. They showed that little uh, teaser at the end. I believe that is um, the Maggot character. I'm not a familiar with this character, so I don't know. Uh, but they also showed one other thing that hit me close to home. Uh, it's the 20th anniversary Marvel Legends line. You might as well call it Toy Biz, uh, uh, a tribute to Toy Biz because it's the Toy Biz packaging that they're doing with, you know, the blister type of thing. And I remember seeing this as a Toy Biz, Toy Biz packaging and they're doing the first line, which is Captain America, Iron Man. And they're also said in the back that of the packaging that Toad and Hulk are going to come in, in in this series as well. Um, I got to tell you. Like, this is so awesome to see this uh, series. I'm probably going to be latched onto every single one of them because I absolutely loved it. This is my beginning of Marvel Legends collection. This line is what got me back, not got me back, but got me into hardcore collecting uh, more than 25 years ago. So I cannot wait for this line to show up. It's going to be awesome. Um, I, I just I cannot wait. I remember buying this original series at a comic store and now I get to do it all over again albeit with the better uh, sculpting um, articulation and pat in accessories the Captain America looks phenomenal I don't care what anybody says it's gonna be holes on the shield that's fine with me what worries me is the price tag it looks like it's gonna be north of $35 US probably around 40 uh, I don't know if that's confirmed or not but uh, it looks like it's gonna be a little bit more than your traditional Marvel Legends figures which is fine because I see the accessories they pack in there and I'm a sucker for nostalgia. I'm probably going to buy every single one of these things that come out. It is so cool, so awesome. It just hits that sweet spot. So they hit me with the X-Men nostalgia, and they hit me with the Toy Biz nostalgia real hard. And I cannot wait. They have my money, and I just can't do nothing about it. It's just so... <laughs> it is just so crazy. We live in a golden age of collecting where there's so many things that you want. It's... Um, it's crazy. It's hard to say no to a lot of things. And if you have been listening to me and watching my videos, then you probably understand exactly what I mean. And if you're one of my friends listening to this, you know exactly what I mean. It's just difficult for me to not get any of these figures. So yeah, overall, I think the Hasbro PulseCon was good. I think it could have been better in some areas. Um, there's you know, obviously every year they're getting better and better. And at the end of the day, they're doing this for the fans. They don't really have to do this, right? But they do this for the fans to celebrate. 
and it's nice to see this. It's fun. It's something you can look forward to. Um, so we'll see what happens next year. We're going to definitely be doing next year's PulseCon. Uh, probably be more extravagant than this year's. But, you know, we hope you guys enjoyed our PulseCon. It's coverage from prediction to the actual day and to closing off with the podcast today. And, uh, yeah, so, you know, let us know what you guys think in our YouTube channel or let us uh, give us some, you know, feedback on our social media of what you thought of PulseCon 2021. So, you know, wherever you are in the world or the universe, have yourself a good morning, a good day, and a good night. Take care.